welcome to podcast number 31 of the Gordon and Sharice show. And we are so glad to have you guys back and thank you for um, just your support of these more, uh, these shortened videos. They're, they're power packed, they're shorter, but they're effective. And uh, we really, we are really building a community, Gordon. Haven't you noticed that? We're building a community and the reason we call this the Gordon Anchories show. It's because we're talking about pain from the person who's had the pain, mm -hmm. as well as the spouse's story, because they're enduring a lot of emotional pain and hardship and caregiving responsibilities. Mm -hmm. So we want to get more than just one viewer or an opinion That's right. about what it means to live through chronic pain. And it transcends chronic pain. Yes, it does. I believe that it really, um, it's it's starting to deal with all forms of suffering that we deal with in our human experience. Right. It, in a way, none of us are exempt. But um, when I say we're building the community, I, I don't want to usurp God's amazing ability to connect that together because it comes from Him first. Right. I think we're called to steward a community. That may be a better way to say it, and I'm so excited to uh, share today's uh, topic because this is a really big one, and it's something that when the book comes out this year, I think this will be a meaningful part of the book, and we're going to explore it right now. So uh, the exploration is when pain feels evil. It's a very loaded topic. It's a very loaded topic because that subjective viewpoint of feeling evil it does when is someone going to say pain feels good right well i mean there might be somebody out there that thinks opposite of that but right. truly it doesn't right we can see the goodness of pain mm -hmm. after we've endured it learned the meaning of it seen a new purpose when we've had time to process the idea of living with any type of pain, okay? But to initially do it, um, part of what I want the audience to do is just imagine this. You're living your normal life mm -hmm. on the surface of life, and then all of a sudden, you fall into a pain pit. Mm -hmm. So when you fall into that pain pit, it doesn't feel good. It feels e evil. It's, it's dark. Mm -hmm. It's clammy. You can't see a way out. You're in you're you're actually in acute pain. It doesn't feel right. And so you start immediately with your mindset blaming pain, mm -hmm. blaming the circumstance of falling into something. And you might even be blaming God for what you're going through. And there is no going back to the previous life when you've fallen into that pit. Everything will be different from that point on. Especially if it's a deep pit mm -hmm. and there's going to be severe injuries. There's mm -hmm. going to have to be adaptation. There's going to be, have to be a strengthening of your belief system. But you can transform your life in that pit into a place of learning and hmm. growth and healing and forgiveness and redemption if you're willing to wrestle with yourself about the predicament you face. True. And take full responsibility for your decisions from there. So one of the first questions that I would ask is, how do you see your pain? Is it evil or is it good? I would love to know your thoughts on that. 
I would love to know um, when you fell into that pit, what what were your thoughts? Was this good or evil? Did you have that clash in your own mind? I first went through a grief process. Mm-hmm. So I went through anger. It took me a while to deal with acceptance. It took me a while to deal with forgiveness and reconciliation and moving through different waves of it. Uh, the trials just kept coming. It wasn't just the pain that I had, but it helped to, to destroy and other systems in my life collapsed, whether it was financial, mm. whether it was friendships, whether it was social, whether it was the ability to perform activities of daily living skills. Everything was damaged in some form. Absolutely. Every foundation that you had built. Right. Was It was like the legs were taken out of those foundations. I felt like I was in a deep pain pit and I could not get out. I was struggling. I was crawling to get to, to, to get out, to get to the surface of what normalcy would be. Absolutely. And I kept slipping down into the pain pit. Right. And so my initial stomping in the pain pit, that frustration through grief and anger and trying to assign blame, okay? Mm-hmm. I would stomp and stomp and stomp in a sense with my life. And I had, I had no idea where to go. All I could do was cry. All I could do was live in frustration. All I could do was try to handle pain. And I think a lot of people are in that same situation. As much as they're moving into a posture of trying to change their lives, they still feel like they're in the pain pit and they're making progress. They're climbing higher than ever to get to a flat level place where they can feel stable. But sometimes they slip back and they think, I've got to do this again. Right. So the first thing for me after processing pain was doing this first. Number one, identify who the enemy is in your life. Mm, That's powerful. And so I had to spend time identifying, was pain my enemy or were there opposing choices? Mm. Or was I even on my own path of self-mutilation? Was I making the mistakes? So I had to look at that whole big picture. Hmm. And there was a spiritual context, even though that was not at the at the the front portion of my life. Sure. There was an enemy. There were forces opposing me with my life. Absolutely. I, I did also slip into sin and conform to the world entirely and just I was on this road of success. And my road of success could not get me out of the pain pit. Right. You couldn't instill those old habits into new pain. Right. Right. So the enemy, you're saying, was a spiritual one. It was a spiritual one. Mm -hmm. And that took me years to understand that. That took me years of studying and prayer and reevaluating things clinically for myself. I know a lot of people are doing that. They're wondering why. Who is it? Is it me? Is it my life circumstance? Is it genetics? Well, all of those may be contributing factors, mm-hmm. but there is a real enemy against your life. Right. Second, I have to say this. The anger that someone feels is extremely justified at times. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes we're so hard on ourselves by saying, I felt angry about something unfair happening to me. Well, Especially if you're walking out of faith, 
and you're trying to live the right life. You feel like you're a good person. You're, you contribute to charities and you're strong in your devotions. And all of a sudden, you have an infliction in your life mm-hmm. that's causing you horrendous pain. It doesn't equate. Right. So, so sometimes that anger that swells up from within, um, that anger may be justified. Sure. Uh, in my first book, Living Beyond the Pain, I talked about this. In fact, I think it was on page 46 because oh, I, <laughs> I, I had so many people comment about this. The question to me as the author at the time was, Gordon, how do you embrace your pain and painful circumstances, especially if it feels like it's evil? Sure. How do you, how do you wrap your life around it? You wrap your arms around it. How do you... How do you do that? And what I'd like to say is this, is that we have to just we have to look at things not towards a bent towards rationalism, but there's a common sense thinking of evil is not good. Mm-hmm. And we live in a society today that says embrace the fact that evil is good and good is evil and that there is relative truth that's going to dominate what you're doing. That's not true because when we start to embrace something that we don't believe, when we embrace something where we're saying evil is good and pain is evil and that still must be good for me, all we're doing is putting on a mask of our false self. And Which we're just digs us deeper into the pit. It, it's we fall we fall further. In sure. fact, when we're stomping on the pit, we're like digging a deeper hole. Exactly. Okay. We're stuffing things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We don't know how to handle things, so we're stuffing it. Because usually when you're following falling into that deep pain pit, it's bigger than who you are. You don't even realize that you you start asking yourself, do I even have the capacity if it to wasn't deal with this? bigger than who you are, you wouldn't have fallen in it in the first place. Right. It could have just been a little pebble or a stepping, you know, a stumbling block, but not a pit. Right. And so this is serious stuff. Right. I mean, but I love that what you're saying is kind of a tie into what we've said in uh, recently in a previous podcast that a life of denialism isn't going to get you out of the pit either. Right. It doesn't work. I concur, Sharice. And you you allowed yourself to also not have, to not add that layer of a false self, or maybe when it crept up, you had to take those scales off again. Right. And so you you got to see yourself more vulnerably real and raw Right. Than you could have ever seen yourself before. Right. I'm not exceptionally different from anyone else. Well, I, I mean, sometimes, honey. Yes. I mean, we don't have to talk about all the OCD ways uh, of our okay. household. But I've gone through things in that pain pit of life mm-hmm. where I did put on a mask and say, you know what? I'm going to pull up my bootstraps and I'm going to I'm going to fight against this and I'm going to punch this pain in the face and I'm going to move on and I'm going to be healthy because I'm just going to say it with my words and I'm going to push through, push through, push through, push through. You can do that for short bursts and it may be called for you in order to create movement, but that sprint mentality towards pain and against pain, that competitive nature against it, that's not the way to move into transformation. Right. Yeah, you're right. And I found for me the way to move into transformation was almost sitting on the floor of the pain pit looking inwardly 
and allowing the tears to flow. This is deep. Right. Allowing the tears to flow, allowing myself to be honest with who I was, allowing those deep questions to happen. And what I discovered was this, and this is the third point. God takes our painful circumstances to heart. Absolutely. Because when you're on that floor crying, yes, you're, you're asking God, where are you? Right. Look how shattered I am. How am I supposed to be that precious child when you proclaim through the cross that you have so much love for those children who believe in you? I have done that, Lord. I'm at the bottom of the pit crying. I'm terrified. I've, I'm losing everything right now. Mm. But through the process of suffering, being in that, it's, it's almost like a seminary, a learning center of suffering. Being in that process, you really do understand that God takes your painful circumstances to heart. It's personal for him. It is personal. It is personal. And from what he's saying out of his goodness is I understand your anger and disappointment. And he's also saying this. Here's what I'm going to do for you. That first question that we mentioned earlier, that first point, Mm -hmm. identify who Mm -hmm. your enemy is. Right. He says, I'm going to take vengeance against your enemy. Hmm. When he knows how to give us good gifts, he also knows how to fight the enemy, especially on eternal terms. Yes, that's exactly right, because the time frame of our life isn't in this life only. Right. And so I think that pain pit wants to make you feel enclosed, and this is the grand finale to everything. This is it. This is all you've got. And really... I think what I'm hearing, it's the place of honesty. It's the place of truth. It's the place of a great reckoning. Right. That I agree with you, Sharice. I mean, I love that. And, you know, I as you talk about this and the fact that that God is fighting our battles for us. I mean, let's think about just the life of Jesus himself. Okay, he identified with our sufferings. Jesus wept when Lazarus died, he could have immediately gone, resurrected Lazarus, and not gone through any of the human experience of pain and suffering for his friend. And you're a friend of God's. Right. And so he is He is with you in your suffering. And everybody out there who is experiencing stuff that the world can't fix or understand, Christ is with you in your suffering. Amen. He hasn't left you. Amen. You can't see him in that pit, but he sees you. Yes. And I also think there's a very important to, question to ask in this. What's that? Huh? Is how did Christ see his own pain? If you think about it, how did Christ see his own pain? The pain of going on the cross for us, the the pain of doing something that he didn't deserve at all. Right. Right? It wasn't deserve pain. We don't always go through deserve pain. But he fully used that pain to take away our sins. Yes, he did. He used that pain to make it good to overcome evil. Right. So after such a powerful discussion, I feel like I've already shared my thought for the day. So Gordon... Why don't you share yours? I've never asked you to share yours. You always ask me to share mine. So go ahead. Okay. I think this. 
when you're in the pain pit, even if you're far down in the pain pit, mm-hmm. you can climb out of that pain pit by living in the present moment. Change the way you think. You will climb out and you will get to a runway in which you can take off with your ideas and your beliefs. A present living mindset does this. It brings nourishment to the bones and cultivates friendship with your faith. That's good. So we have climbed out of the pain pit. More than once, I would say. More than once. And we understand the process that it takes. Yes. And yes, it's easy to grow weary if you have to have another painful trial in your life. But you want to know something? We're overcomers, all of us. That's right. All of us. So let's let's get unstuck together, everybody. Yes. And just continue to follow us in our journey as we uh, are prayerful about yours. And we want you to find vitality in life beyond your pain. Yes. So we look forward to catching you next time on The Gordon and Sharice Show. And until then, please check out our website, which is gordonandsharice.com. There is a lot of power-packed information in our previous podcast in there, so catch up with those, and we'll see you then next time. See you next time. Mm -hmm.